0: Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is Deuteronomy 6. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, we pray that we would truly know and love you and pass that on to the next generation. We pray that we would understand and that we would help others to understand. We pray this through Jesus. Amen. Deuteronomy 6. Now this is the command, the rules, and the regulations that Yahweh your God charged to teach to you, for you to observe in the land that you are about to cross over into to take possession of it, so that you may revere Yahweh your God by keeping all his statutes and his commandments that I am commanding you, you and your children and grandchildren, all the days of your life, so that you may live long lives. And you shall hear, Israel... And be careful to observe these instructions, so that it may go well for you, and that you may multiply greatly, just as Yahweh the God of your ancestors promised you, in a land with milk and honey. Hear, Israel, Yahweh our God, Yahweh is unique, and you shall love Yahweh your God with all of your heart, and with all of your soul, and with all of your might." And these words that I am commanding you today shall be on your heart, and you shall recite them to your children, and you shall talk about them at the time of your living in your house, and at the time of your going on the road, and at the time of your lying down, and at the time of your rising up. And you shall bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be as an emblem between your eyes, and you shall write them on the doorframe of your house and on your gates. And then it will happen that when Yahweh your God will bring you to the land that he swore to your ancestors, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, to give to you large and fine cities that you did not build, and houses full of all sorts of good things that you did not fill, and hewn cisterns that you did not hew, vineyards and olive groves that you did not plant, and you have eaten your fill, then take care for yourself so that you do not forget Yahweh, who brought you out from the land of Egypt, from the house of slavery. You shall fear Yahweh your God, and you shall serve him, and by his name you shall swear. You shall not go after other gods, from the gods of the peoples who are all around you, for Yahweh your God is a jealous God in your midst, so that the anger of Yahweh your God would be kindled, and he would destroy you from the face of the earth. You shall not put Yahweh your God to the test, as you tested him at Massa, You shall diligently keep the commandments of Yahweh your God, and his legal provisions, and his rules that he has commanded you. And you shall do what is right and good in the eyes of Yahweh, so that it shall go well for you, and so that you may go, and you may take possession of the good land that Yahweh swore for your ancestors, by driving out all of your enemies before you, just as Yahweh has promised. When your child asks you in the future, saying, What is the meaning of the legal provisions and the rules and the regulations that Yahweh our God commanded for you? Then you shall say to your child, We were slaves of Pharaoh in Egypt, and Yahweh brought us out from Egypt with a strong hand. And Yahweh gave great and awesome signs and wonders in Egypt against Pharaoh and against his entire household in our presence. But he brought us out from there, in order to bring us here to give us the land that he swore to our ancestors. And so Yahweh commanded us to observe all of these rules and to revere Yahweh our God for our benefit all the days that we live as it is today. And it shall be righteousness for us if we diligently observe and do all of the commandment before Yahweh our God as he has commanded us. Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. In chapter 5, we got into this second speech of Moses with the Ten Commandments. Moses is focusing on the commandment here about having no other gods before Yahweh, and this should cause them to keep all of the laws. And Moses is spending a lot of time here talking about passing this knowledge of God on to the next generation. Moses explains that if they keep God in his rightful place, at the top of their minds, Then they will have a good, long life in the land that God is giving them. And Moses uses the phrase, a land with milk and honey, to say that this is a really good land. Verse 4 is a famous phrase for Jews even today, and they call it the Shema. Verse 4, hear Israel, Yahweh our God, Yahweh is unique. That is followed by what Jesus called the greatest commandment in verse 5, And you shall love Yahweh your God with all of your heart, and with all of your soul, and with all of your might. This love isn't just a feeling, but an active, working love with everything in us. Moses says these words, which is probably a reference to the Ten Commandments, but that really represents the whole law. These words should be a constant source of conversation, especially with their children. He uses several phrases about how the law should be constantly talked about and connected with everything they have. These phrases have been taken literally by Jews down through the years so that they actually have scriptures in small pouches tied to their bodies and attached to their door frames. Moses says that once they are in the land and have all these nice things given to them that they didn't really do the work to create, they must not forget Yahweh. The strange thing about life is that the more good things God gives to us, the easier it is to forget God. It seems that we easily remember God when he takes away some of the blessings. Then verse 13, about fearing Yahweh, is one that Jesus quoted to the devil when the devil was tempting him to worship the devil. Moses explains that God will be angry if they worship other gods because God is jealous. Then verse 16 was also quoted by Jesus when the devil tempted him to jump off the temple. So the angels would catch him. Verse 16, You shall not put Yahweh your God to the test, as you tested him at Massa. Moses doesn't go into the details of that story here, but that was one of the times when the people complained because they didn't have water. And God provided water for them from a rock. Then Moses gives them a way to talk to their children about why they keep the laws. He suggests they start with the Exodus story, when they were in Egypt to show why they should keep the law of God. He says it will be righteousness if they keep all of the commands. And now for a deeper dive. There's a really big focus here on teaching the fear of Yahweh to the next generation. They say that you don't really know a subject until you can teach it to someone else. And children are in need of being taught. And it isn't just a single lesson and then they have it. It takes constant repetition. So Moses uses several phrases to talk about everyday life and how they need to be bringing in God's law to every situation. And the truth is, even if we aren't teaching children, we need that. We need to be thinking about God all the time. And Moses suggests that they explain things with the story of the exodus from Egypt. Because children, and all of us, learn better from stories. Leaving Egypt was the great story of the Israelites. Story, especially story that explains who you are, is incredibly powerful. Everyone has a story in their mind of who they are, how they got to where they are. We get it from our parents, perhaps, and build it over time ourselves. So Moses is saying to be intentional about the story that they are building in their children, about who they are and where they came from. Now for us, God has given us a great story about who we are, in Jesus. Outside of Jesus, we were nothing. But God sent Jesus to save us because he loves us. That is a tremendous story of who we are, putting God at the top. May we make that our story and pass it on to the next generation. Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible, copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexum is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.